You're listening to Art of the Unknown, the podcast about traveling inwards, outwards, and onwards. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. You're listening to episode number 26, and I'm your host, Sarah Cruz. So for anyone new to the show, this is the podcast where I pretty much document my own spiritual journey into the unknown and into pretty much the depths of my soul as far as I can go, basically, and In last week's episode, I talked about letting go. I went over kind of what letting go means to me, and I probed the question, what is letting go, and exactly what are we letting go of? Because I find that personally, I have a hard time letting go because One, I don't know if I'm doing it right. And two, I have a hard time understanding what I should let go of when I don't even know what is keeping me connected to the past to begin with. And since I recorded that episode, I've been kind of seeing more clearly what it is I need to let go of. And in my mind, that thing would be... Basically, my time spent while living in Portland, Oregon. So in order to go into this topic of letting go, I feel like I need to give you a little bit of a background as to what exactly I need to let go of in regards to Portland, Oregon. So beginning of this little story is that I'm from Southern California and I mean, obviously, you can probably tell by the way I talk, but moving forward, okay, so I'm from Southern California, and apparently, for some reason, I was just being drawn to move to Portland, Oregon, and I've been wanting to move out of state for at least two years, and I finally made that decision to go to Portland, and in my mind, I kind of felt like Portland was almost, almost kind of the holy land, like, If I could look back and kind of just see where I needed to be and see where I wanted to go, in my mind, that was definitely Portland. So I definitely put a lot of expectations on myself and on Portland. I thought that once I got there, that is when I would become happy. That is when I would be able to let myself just be who I am. And I really thought that I would get there and finally just be able to breathe and do what I want and be who I want it to be. So going into Portland, I moved there by myself. So the story behind that is... I was doing a road trip from Southern California to the East Coast and then back to the West Coast and I was with my friend who was from Oregon so the plan was to literally just drop me off on I think it was Hawthorne Boulevard and 32nd. So I basically just got dropped off in Portland, Oregon with a suitcase and didn't know anyone, didn't even have a place to stay that night, got dropped off in front of a hostel and basically had to make my way in a new city. And that is where the journey 
in Portland began. So upon my arrival, my goal was to live there for at least a year, give it an honest shot and let everything just kind of play out how it needed to play out. So everything was going all fine and dandy. I was having the time of my life, living in Portland. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it until around probably, I want to say, everything started to just crash and burn around January. So I was pretty, I was pretty happy and content, or at least I thought up until this point. And then, of course, winter hit, which if you're from Southern California and you experience winter anywhere for the first time, it's a little bit difficult, okay? Uh, seasonal depression is definitely a thing, and I was already vitamin D deficient living in Southern California. Okay, yes, my my skin is very pale, okay, people? And so living in Portland, I didn't get anywhere near the amount of sun that I needed so on top of that, I also kind of had, I don't want to say, I didn't have my, fuck, okay, how do I put this? I tried to do, I was trying, I don't know what you want to call it, to date this guy, long distance, whatever you want to call it. We weren't together, but we were, I guess, dating or something, and that did not work out, and that again the story repeats itself right there's 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 a pattern here that was again the catalyst for my pain and so living in portland during the winter being depressed and then having my heart fucked with it kind of felt like somebody just shot it from behind and then just all of this pain just started to pour out of it. So yes, my time in Portland, Oregon, when I look back on that, I see clouds over Portland. And not just physically, because it was definitely a very cloudy and depressing place to live, but also emotionally as well. When I look back on Portland, I don't see sunlight. I see clouds. I see sadness. I see what my friend called it. My room was named the Den of Sorrow. Okay, it was a very dark depressing, very heavy energy related to Portland, Oregon when I look back on my time spent there. And so, okay, yes, living in Portland, Oregon, went through that year pretty much starting in January, pretty much on. I was, I was definitely in a state of depression. I was not happy. I would just wake up every single day feeling heavy, feeling as though I was lost, and ultimately, I remember feeling as though it was kind of a, I felt this severe state of feeling as though I didn't have any direction emotionally, physically, career-wise, even cre- like creatively. I had no direction either way. And being like that, that is where I felt lost. That is where I felt that I had nowhere to go. And that is where I also felt that I was not in the right spot. So feeling as though you want to leave yet not knowing where you want to go was probably one of the worst feelings that I've had in a while. So 
looking back, I know that in my mind and how I feel about it is that Portland definitely, I still have some ties connected to Portland, Oregon. I still feel as though that a part of me is living back in Portland. And because of that, a part of me still, I still feel the pain that is associated to my time in Portland. And bringing this all back to letting go, I have been coming to the realization that the thing that I need to let go of is Portland. And I can see that very, very clearly. That time and that space in my life, that existed on its own in its own little world. And I need to let that go, okay? I need to stop bringing not just my mind back there, but my emotions, because I feel like without moving forward from my time spent there, I'm just being pulled back into the past and back into that state of being. And when we talk about letting go, it's very easy to say that, yes, I need to let go of the past, clearly, I also feel like I need to let go of the pain that I experienced while in Portland, but I also think that I need to let go of my my sadness relating to me seeing myself in that pain. Because when I look back, it also, I think what really makes me sad is seeing myself in that state of being and I know that's not who I am and I know that's not what I want and I know that if I keep on kind of emotionally feeding into that pain, it's just going to stay there, which is weird because I'm not even there. I feel like I've moved on mentally, but I feel like there's a cord between who I am now and me in Portland and it's still, there's still that attachment and I, I feel like that is the cord that I need to cut and for some reason, it's a little bit hard to fully move on because I don't know. I think a part of me wants to kind of be attached to that pain because that that pain back there that I experienced living in Portland and being depressed and, you know, having my heart fucked with all of that pain. I feel like I in some way still want to hang on to it because that is how I have been kind of telling my story about how I feel for the past over a year and I think to fully and completely move on from that I feel like what I need to do is open myself up to the possibility that I can change the way that I look at it. I can change the way that I see how everything played out. I can change the way that I see how I felt. And I could also change the way that I feel like I can move on from it because I think the moving on part is difficult and the fully letting go is difficult because in a way by attaching to the past, I still have that sense of 
certainty. I still feel like, yes, I have definite answers and reasons as to why I was in that pain, as to why everything played out and why everything basically happened as it did. And I feel like if I let go completely of all of that and of everything that happened, then in some ways I was almost, I don't want to say wrong, but in a way I was almost, how do I explain it? I feel like it's an ego thing because if I let go of it completely, then it's my ego kind of taking a hit and being like, yo, this thing that you've been hanging on to, you don't actually need it and you did not need to be hanging on to it. And I know that you have been trying to hold on very tightly, but you know what? You need to do something different and you need to let go of it. And I feel like by letting go completely, that's just me giving up the control of the situation that I think I want, which is ironic because the actual control comes from letting go of the control to begin with like I guess that would be part of the letting go process is to let go of the control that you think you have over the past because that doesn't make any sense you can't control the past the past is done like what are you trying to control I think the only thing you're trying to control is how you feel about the past and by even trying to control it you're not you're not in control of the situation. Like, I don't know if I'm making any sense right now, but yes, that is just kind of what's been happening. So I guess to answer my own question, letting go of what? I feel like I am confident that the thing that I am presented with in my life right now and the thing that I think is holding me back is my experience that I had in Portland and also how I kind of see how that experience affected me and I think now I feel like now I can finally completely cut that tie and I'm happy that I can finally do that because I swear to God I have been trying to let go of the pain associated with my time in Portland for Ever, okay, I guess maybe sometimes I don't allow things to happen naturally or slowly and I try to rush it. So <laughs> I've almost been kind of forcing myself to let go of Portland and I feel like now I can I feel like I can let go of it completely because I feel like I've gone through all of the emotions. I've gone through everything that I needed to do in order to process my experience there completely. And I think now is a time to let it go. And the reason I think this is coming up is because I feel like the fact that I've been holding on to something for so long I feel like now I can see it starting to actually affect me in my life. Like, I feel like it's coming out in different fears. Like, the thought of me going somewhere or even living in a place that gets a little bit of clouds or a little bit of rain, I feel that fear coming back through me because 
those images are associated with Portland. And I'm also afraid right now to date. I'm afraid right now to even have sex with somebody because I feel like those those ties and that pain that I experienced back there is seeping through me as as fear of the present moment and as fear of what could happen and fear of getting close to somebody. And I think that those those two kind of examples show you the ways in which your your ties to the past can can affect you today and can affect you without even you realizing it and I think that I see the connection and I don't want to be controlled by it okay I do not want to be controlled by the thing that I left behind because because I feel like there are so many different possibilities there are so many different outcomes to life and to focus on the outcome that you don't want that once happened and that you think will happen I feel like that in a way is limiting you from experiencing all of the other great things that could happen and I know now that that I need to let go of Portland because I think once I do so, then I can start allowing different things to come into my life and allowing good to come in my life, okay? Because by focusing on the past and by focusing on the thing that hurt me and the place that I do not want to go again and the sorrow and the depression that I felt or whatever, by focusing on that, I feel like it's only putting my energy towards the thing that I don't want as opposed to being open and accepting of the things that I do want in life and right now I for sure know that I do not want anything in the past to control me I want to be able to live my life freely I want to live my life without all of those ties because those ties are heavy okay those ties to the past or whatever you are hanging on to no matter what it is the only thing that those ties can do is they can keep you down okay and they may not even be pulling you necessarily down in a bad direction but they're pulling you somewhere okay and even holding on to say the really good things that happened and almost imagining that they can't be that good again that is still a tie that you have to something that you need to let go of because that tie is again preventing you from experiencing something different but also experiencing something that could and most likely will be better, okay? And this is why I feel like letting go is a huge thing because because it affects you in so many different ways. And again, if you're not going to make the decisions that you want because those are what you truly want and you truly need, then you're just being controlled by something else. And what kind of state is that to live in? Like, why would you not want to live freely? And why would you not want to make the decisions that you want to make and go down the way that you want to go down when all you have to do is let go of the thing that has already happened or even letting go of the thing that you want to happen or the thing that you fear is going to happen, okay? This is why I think the topic of letting go is so important because, Again, holding on to anything is going to influence you in so many different ways and 
the core of who you are and your core self, I don't think that that wants to be influenced. That wants to make its own decisions for you because it knows the best decisions to make, okay? And I think anything else is kind of just rubbish in your mind. So in terms of letting go, I think that it is difficult to let go of something because I think the hardest part about letting go is letting go of the pain that you experienced because that shit that runs really really deep okay that could even sometimes hit you to your core and when you experience that kind of pain it's not it's not something that's going to go away overnight so to slowly kind of unpack that pain I think is really important and to kind of almost in a way accept the depths of your pain to begin with because looking back I know that the hardest thing that I had to let go of in Portland was the way that I felt and and I feel like even now if I look back on that state I could almost feel the pain again I could almost look back and feel as if I am there and I think by going towards that pain and going inwards and seeing that pain and understanding that pain, I think that is necessary in order to move on from it, okay? Because yes, so for me in Portland, uh, I don't even, see this is even like difficult to talk about because I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to acknowledge it and I don't even want to like, I don't know, accept it I guess it's it's still a little bit hard for me okay so basically the pain that I experienced while in Portland okay so yes I had my heart fucked with I thought I was in love with this guy I I was set like I was like I'm done like this is it and I know that I got way too ahead of myself and I know that I kind of just let my emotions run wild and run free which I guess lesson learned don't do that again I'm just kidding. I'm being cynical. But anyways, yes. So that was the catalyst for the pain. And going deeper into the situation, what happened is that I got really hurt. Okay. This, when, when he told me that basically he didn't want to, like, he just dropped me off at the airport and didn't want to see me again after I already flew to New Jersey to go see him. So basically by him telling me that he didn't want to see me and he's done basically with me, what that triggered inside of me was obviously hurt because I had feelings for him and I don't develop feelings for people very easily so that was a layer of pain right and below that below feeling as though I lost someone that I cared about and kind of was not just attracted to him but also I considered him a good friend like I would tell him everything so aside from basically getting rejected aside from then losing someone that was in your life that you could rely on and you felt like you can tell anything and kind of just had somebody there to talk to. Yeah, losing that. So going through that sort of, I don't want to say 
it's a part of part of the grieving process when like somebody leaves your life okay so it's that it's that and then going a little bit deeper the pain ran deeper because in a way by him telling me that he didn't want to see me again that made me feel so incredibly unworthy okay that is the most unworthy I have ever felt by another human being in my entire life okay going over there and flying to New Jersey to see a guy and then having him get mad at me and basically tell me that he doesn't want to see me again I felt so as a person I felt expendable I felt as though everything that I had shown him about myself and the depths of who I was and my own pain and basically starting to expose my soul to this person and then him being like, oh, I'm done. That felt as if I was unworthy as a person. It felt as though who I was after exposing myself to someone, it felt as though that wasn't good enough, okay? And that is another layer of the pain. And I think that diving deeper into the pain, you can see that it's not it's not about him. It was about the fact that almost it was almost as though it was almost as though my worst fears about myself were confirmed. It was almost as though that feeling that I have of not feeling as though who I am as a person is enough and feeling as though I am unworthy to be, I'm basically unworthy of love. It was almost as though those feelings were then realized through that experience and seeing that play out and seeing that actually happening that hurts. Okay. That was, it was as if my worst fear about myself had come true. And again, it doesn't have to do with this, this guy. It's the fact that I had these feelings inside of me already and whatever happened between us that helped to expose those feelings. Okay. And these feelings of unworthiness and not feeling enough, if you go deeper than that, okay, they are associated with the fact that I did not love myself. Okay. I, to this day, I still can't say that I completely love myself. I am working on that. Okay. But back then, I would say that a part of me actually hated myself. A part of me did not want to be in this body. A part of me did not really like anything about myself. And a part of me was almost ashamed to exist. And I think that moving down the depths of that pain, that is where it hurt, okay? Feeling as though you are not lovable and then physically seeing somebody basically tell you you're not lovable by their actions, that was, I think, why the pain ran so deeply. And of course, having that happen and then waking up to freaking rain and clouds for months straight and probably physically having a reaction to the environment that I was living in and having and being in that state of depression, 
by not getting enough vitamin C or sunlight, like yes, that those two things on top of each other were not were not a good combination, and that is why looking back on Portland, there is pain, okay, and that was the pain that I experienced in Portland, okay. It ran very, very very deep and it sucks even looking back now I know that that is not I feel almost I feel sad for myself I can see myself in the past and it makes me sad to see me in that state and to see me so hurt and to see me so depleted of love almost as though I'm like a little like I don't know a little aloe vera plant just without any water and I'm just like you need water like you need food you need nourishment baby like here like you need it and it's definitely hard to let go of something that cuts so deeply because in a way it's like letting go of who you were for a second and that has to be done that is the only way that we are going to shed who we were and shed the past and shed that pain is by letting it go, okay? Because I can see that pain, I can see who I was, and I can see the I can see the state that I lived in in that time period. But I could also see who I am now and I can see that I do not need to return to that place. Yes, that place existed. I could acknowledge it. I'm not denying that it happened, but I don't have to hold on to it, okay? I don't have to claim it as something that is still a part of me. I don't have to claim it as something that still lives inside of my body, okay? I can, I feel like now is a time that I can fully release it because I know that I don't need it. Looking back, there's there's almost a sense of detachment. Like I can see me now and I can see who I was and I can see that by holding on to that, it's not helping me. It is not doing me any favors. Like I said earlier, it's only causing me fear of moving forward. It's causing me fear of getting close to someone else because mentally I feel like that pain is going to happen again. But I think I'm ready to let go of it because one, I'm obviously in a better state right now. And two, I know that because of how much I've grown, I don't need that pain anymore. And I know that I'm not going to go back to it. I feel like that was one of my emotional lows in my life. And I feel like since then, I've only added good things to my heart and my soul. I've only started putting the love back in me that I knew existed. So I know that, I mean, yeah, I'm going to get my heart fucked with again. I'll probably maybe be depressed again. Who knows? I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm going crazy with the spiritual awakening thing. Like, yes, it's a roller coaster of emotions, but those emotions did exist. But just because they existed doesn't mean you have to keep on holding on to it. And yeah, so that was the layer of pain that I had experienced while in Portland. And you can see why it was hard or is hard to let go of. But I know that is what I need to detach myself from. And the reason that I know this is because, one, it keeps coming back up. And two, it's not doing me any favors. Like, it's starting to affect my life in the way that I make decisions. And because I can see that, I know that I don't want to go in that path. And I know that now I can finally release it. And yes, damn. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. (laughs) 
That was definitely a lot. So yes, letting go of what? Well, you know what? I just told you what I need to let go of and it feels better. Okay. I feel like I am, I've 99.999% let go of that situation. I know there's maybe a little bit something else that is still there and I don't know what that is yet, but it's going to show itself. And when it does, I'm ready to let go of it too, because I know that I do not need that. I do not need any negative emotions that are associated with that, with that time period, with that life, with whatever you want to call it. And finally moving on from something that weighed so heavily on my soul, it feels good. Okay. It it feels lighter. It feels as though I don't have to keep returning to that place because I ultimately don't. The only reason I keep going back there is because that's my choice. And I feel like now that I can see that I actually have a choice, I don't want to do it. I'm done. I'm moving on. Okay. Ciao, ciao, motherfucker. I am done with it. Okay. Woo. Yes. Moving forward feels good. Let that shit go, people. Okay. Let it flow and let it go because you do not need it. So I hope something I said made a little bit of sense. I don't know. I'm still figuring all this stuff out too. It is difficult to kind of like take everything that's happening physically, emotionally, and spiritually and kind of just like throw it up into a microphone, but it's happening. And I really hope that my understanding of my pain and my experience and whatever could hopefully maybe help someone else out who has gone through the same thing. Um, yes, I think I'm done with this. I'm letting this shit go right about now, people. Okay. It is good. We are good to go. And yes, 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 yes. I want to say muchas gracias, everyone that listens to my podcast. I appreciate it. I really, really do. It's been a journey, okay? This thing is definitely evolving into something else that I was not expecting, and it's a good thing. I like where this is going. I like the feedback that I'm getting. I like the fact that I feel like people are now becoming more aware of themselves and can openly and honestly express their opinions and share their experiences. So, yes, hopefully... The fact that I'm sharing mine with you can, I don't know, I just hope you enjoy, (laughs) enjoy it, okay? That's why I'm here. I'm trying to help. At this point, this is the only way that I know how to help is by sharing my experience. And yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again for everyone that listens. And yes, head to my website and send me an email, okay? I want to know what's going on. I want to know where people are at in their spiritual awakening process and I want to hear about your experience because you know we are all going through the same shit okay and we are all ultimately walking each other home okay we're all in this together people so yes go to my website artoftheunknownpodcast.com and you can send me an email through there and yes thank you thank you thank you again for listening I appreciate it so much And yes, thank you again. And I will be back next week with another episode. And I am out. 